Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Mind Movement Health podcast for this week. I'm your host, Kate Boyle, and this week I have an amazing special guest, Sarah Garofolo. Now, Sarah is a certified intuitive health and life coach, an author, energy healer, and Ayurveda counselor. She helps women navigate their spiritual weight loss and their awakening journey to unleash their own healing power. Now, she helps women integrate the right nutrition for their mind-body constitution and break unhealthy patterns. So in my conversation today with Sarah, we chat about what is spiritual weight loss? How can we lose weight and keep it off? What are the things that we need to do? What can we do when we keep going back for that chocolate each night and we can't break that cycle? How do we get out of our mind and that negative self-talk? And so much more around weight loss, health, emotions, balanced eating, and also how Sarah is from Italy and the lovely, amazing approach that she had growing up to food and culture and really enjoying food. I really hope you enjoy this episode. And if you haven't left a review yet for the podcast, I would be so appreciative if you could head on over to your favorite podcast app now and leave us a review. Otherwise, let's dive into the conversation. Hi, I'm Kate Boyle, and welcome to the Mind Movement Health Podcast. Each week, I'll be bringing you health information from diet and lifestyle to movement and nutrition. My aim is to bring you bite-sized pieces of information that you can instigate into your everyday life to change your health. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to the podcast. I'm super excited today to have Sarah on the show. Welcome, Sarah, to the podcast. Thank you, Kate. So lovely to be here. So let's dive in. I've shared with the listeners a little bit about what you do in our intro, but can you share with us, you know, who you are and how you came on your health journey to be where you are today? Absolutely. So I'm an intuitive health and life coach and spiritual mentor who helps women to get to the root cause of their weight gain, help them with a mind, body, soul transformation so that they can unleash their own healing power. So what I do is different than what you find out there. I, I'm going beyond the diet. I'm going towards the lifestyle and I'm taking it to a more spiritual level of like the root cause can be physical, emotional, or spiritual. And uh, what, what works for you doesn't work for another. Yeah. And I, when I was reading up about who you are and what you do and sort of searching through, I loved that you brought the spiritual side into it because it isn't, you know, usually included. It's all about fitness and diet and fitness and diet and just on those kind of tends to be on those, you know, sort of to um, tracks and doesn't seem to vary off into anywhere else. But I know you sort of, you know, talk about spiritual weight loss, but can you share with the listeners what your version of that means? Absolutely. So how I start describing this is by introducing people to the concept that weight is not just physical, which means it doesn't just come from a poor nutrition or bad eating habits. Weight, we can have emotional weight. I can't tell you how many clients I work with that they're carrying emotional weight 
Maybe they're carrying like um, they're in a relationship that doesn't align with them. Maybe they are not aligned with the job, with their life purpose. Or maybe they are so taken care of others and their emotional needs that they forget about their own. So they don't prioritize themselves. And so, and then the spiritual is, I'm taking it a little bit a notch higher here because I, as an intuitive, I have the ability to see, feel, and move energies. And I look for the energetic cause which blocks the whole entire health journey if we're not aware of it, which is trauma stored in the body. So there is an energetic blockage there where chi or prana or energy is not flowing because that's what trauma does to the body. It blocks the energy in that specific area. So I use a specific technique uh, to, to get and restore the flow and release the emotion or the trauma there. And I'm assuming the trauma can be physical or emotional or from way back in the past and that as well. Absolutely. Like there are people who remember that and what people that don't. And we go into these sessions and they're like, oh my God, I didn't know that. The words that my grandma said to me when I was five had been an impact on how I started to eat. Literally, it can be major or small. That's what we don't realize. Yep, until you start kind of diving into it and exploring it, I'm assuming. Absolutely. Yes. And when it, you know, if somebody wants to have a spiritual awakening or they want to try to connect more to their spiritual side, are there things that we can do to sort of make that or help that along the way? Absolutely. So. One thing that I say to people is if you want to start anywhere, if you want to start your spiritual awakening, you have to start spending a little bit of time with yourself, a little bit of mindful practice every day, because you need to understand what are you feeling? uh, What's your energy? And then we can move into what are the other things that are not mine, that are traumas that I can release. But if not, most of the people don't really know where they're at. They don't recognize how far they've gone. And we have to take a step back and we have to re-teach. I have to reteach them to process the emotions, to acknowledge what they're going through, and then we can move forward. So that's the first step, honestly. It's kind of being mindful when you're grabbing that glass of wine because you're stressed out, because you had an argument. Yeah, it's building that awareness, I assume, too, that you can catch yourself in those moments to start to understand why you may be making those decisions, too. Yes. So awareness, mindfulness, as as um, you can read it in many, many books and spiritual books, they all say this thing. You have to live in the present moment. And a lot of people live in the past and in the future. So they're either depressed about what happened anxious about what that can happen and literally the wisdom is can you be here right now that's the only power you have today 
Yeah, well, that's why they, you know, often are reading about meditation. They say that's why it's so powerful because it is in the present moment. And I think the stats are like 70,000 of our daily thoughts are in the past on things that we can't change. Mm -hmm. So trying to live in the present is what only thing that we have and that we can have the power to change right now. So it is really powerful, but I know so many people have you know, trouble trying to be in the present and stop their mind from, you know, trying to control what's coming or going back into the past as well. Absolutely. Yeah. Now, if somebody is kind of listening and going, you know, I've been on a bit of a, you know, weight loss struggle over the years and I've taken weight off and I've put it back on and maybe, you know, listening to this, they're thinking maybe the spiritual side is something that I need to tap into Besides sort of, you know, starting with that sort of mindfulness and trying to build that awareness, is there anything else that you do with your clients to start to help them lose that weight, but then keep that weight off? Because I think that's one of the main things I know people reach out to me and say, I lose, I can lose the weight, but I can't keep it off. It always comes back. Yeah, absolutely. So we're going to uh, a discussion, which is, I call it the subconscious realm. Um, That's what people don't understand. Okay. Here's the thing. You think that you're making conscious decision these days. Conscious decision, which means, hey, I'm losing the weight. I'm following this diet. Yet there are programmed... um, conscious beliefs and programmed um, pathways in your brain that are storing the subconscious mind that are dictating your behavior today. So 5% in your conscious brain, the other 95% is your subconscious brain. So what I work on with my clients is getting those road blockages out of the way, because otherwise they keep themselves stuck in a cycle yeah which I'm sure a lot of people can relate to (laughs) yeah that's a pattern hey I can lose the weight I can't maintain it what is happening so let's make it a little bit more tangible because probably people are like okay like how can I make it more tangible so the tangible way here to start is stop trying to do things perfectly and stop trying to gain to um, lose sorry lose too much weight too fast so I want people to look at this as a lifestyle change it's going to be step by step and what I'm trying to achieve here is balance which means look for nutritious foods versus counting calories I can tell you right away like if you start eating whole foods today it's going to look different in one month After doing that, we start noticing patterns because they come up. Hey, I'm stressed out. And that's what I do when I'm stressing out. (laughs) Then we break patterns. I reach for the chocolate. (laughs) There it is. Or, and there are different patterns. So everyone is different. I noticed that people do either the Monday through Friday. Mm. The low calories, very strict on healthy foods, but low calories. And then the weekend comes and they just have so much fun. And they've been in a restricted kind of mode, even though they're not aware that they're doing that, but they're so busy working. And then they gain it all back and the body's like, well, you didn't give me enough food during the week. 
I'm going to store it. And every month or every year, it's a little bit more. So people need to find balance throughout the week. And go. they need to start going towards nutritious foods rather than um, empty, empty calories. Yeah, I 100% agree. I always tell my clients, you know, go back to just the whole foods, just fruits and veggies and things that grow and, you know, as many or as few ingredients, you know, steer clear of the packets where you can um, for general eating and, you know, nothing's is off limits essentially, but, you know, sticking with that whole exactly. food diet first and foremost is really going to serve you well if you're trying to maintain a healthy weight and live a healthy life essentially. Yeah, and don't go into, hey, I'm on a diet, I'm going to restrict everything. Like you said, be okay with having nice desserts or whatever you're choosing throughout the day. Like people think that in order to be healthy, and I see this on social media, they show you this green fridge full of greens and (laughs) people who drink juices and eat salads every day. And I'm like, I don't eat like that. Hey, I'm coming from Italy. I eat pasta, I eat veggies, I eat fruit, but it's in moderations here. And my fridge does not look perfectly green, but I'm still healthy. So there is a little bit of an unrealistic view of what healthy means, yeah. I believe. Oh, 100%. And I agree because I see those pictures on social media and I think, geez, that looks beautiful. But also to me, I look at it too and go, it's all arranged so it looks pretty, but none of it's stored correctly. The veg would go off in a day. Do you know what I mean? Like I'm like, yeah, it all looks fantastic, but realistically it's not how a fridge is going to look, especially not if you have kids and work and there's leftovers (laughs) and, you know, jars and all of these half empty things in the fridge that comes through. So I definitely agree a hundred percent, but I know, you know, you just brought up that you are from Italy and there seems to be, I don't know, maybe being brought up in Australia, seeing Europe from this end of the world, we've always kind of been taught that, you know, Italy and France have this sort of slow food. Everybody enjoys their food. They don't have to restrict. Um, Processed food isn't a big thing because it's all about, you know, whole foods, family, culture Mm -hmm. around the food. Is that the experience that you had growing up and kind of how your philosophy has developed? Absolutely. So I, by the way, I'm, I'm writing this health cookbook, which is all about the way I grew up integrated with the Ayurvedic Indian medicine that I studied. And I grew up talking about foods, eating about food, spending my time around the table. So yes, it is part of my culture and ritual and community. Um, So I look at food in a very different way. And also, I must say that I grew up really believing that food is pleasure. And Italian, if the taste doesn't taste, uh, if the food doesn't taste well, and it's not super like delicious, they they won't eat it. That's the bottom line. But it has to have, it, it has to be somewhat healthy, like high quality ingredients. And it has to bring an emotional connection. It has to nurture your soul. That's what I've learned in my upbringing. Which I think is a beautiful way and, you know, the way that we really should be enjoying our food, not being like, 
what can I find right now? Because I have five minutes and I have to stay at my computer and, you know, it has to be quick and easy and I don't have time to spend on eating or nourishing my body. (laughs) Hi, everyone. I'm interrupting this podcast just quickly to let you know about Lean 14. If you want to have more energy, lose weight, start moving and just feel really good again, but maybe you're not sure where to start, then definitely check out my program, Lean 14. Now, Lean 14 is a complete program with a 14-day food and meal plan, recipes, shopping lists, Pilates workouts, templates for meal prepping and goal setting, as well as video trainings to help you kickstart your health and fitness. It really provides you with an easy to follow, clear plan of where to start with your diet, nutrition, looking after yourself, and the best bit, you can start at any time and there's no crazy food or expensive equipment or complicated instructions involved. It's really simple, it's easy, and best of all, it's effective. And I don't want you to miss out. To grab it now, simply head over to the show notes and click the Lean 14 link or head on over to the Mind Movement Health website and under the Programs tab, you can hit Lean 14. Now, this program is based on my 18 years of experience of working in the health and fitness field and the results that I've gotten for thousands of women that I have worked with during that time. So head on over to the show notes and check it out because it will change your life. But that, yeah, exactly. I do think that that's one mindset change that we we can start applying or changing, right? Because if you don't have time to nourish your body, like that's you. That's, that's going to fuel your energy throughout the day. That's going to help you age gracefully. And we forget about that. Yeah. And and our emotions at the time, how we deal with situations that may pop up, all of these sort of flow on effects. Uh, And I think as well, you sort of saying bringing in that spiritual side, if we're not nourishing our body well or our soul well, then it has those flows on flow on effect to everything, you know, our relationships and stuff as well. Absolutely. You can eat very healthy, but if you don't take care of the emotional and the spiritual, then you are forgetting about something very important that's going to knock at your door at some point. Yeah. So I think a lot of people too, I know I have it, is that you have this sort of inner, you know, this inner voice saying to you, um, you know, and they might be saying different people have different inner voices saying different things, but they might be all negative in a way that you shouldn't eat that, or, you know, that's not good for you, or you're on a diet, you're going to break it by doing this, or, you know, you're overweight, or you're not, you know, attractive. How do you work with your clients to sort of help them to sort of tone down that negative voice and really focus more on the positives? Right. So that's called brain rewiring or mindset around food. And what I tell my clients is first acknowledge that those words, because they, they're coming up for a reason. And then I usually thank them and be like, okay, I thank you because you're showing me that I'm afraid I'm about to, I'm growing. And then you voice it in a way that it's neutral to positive. So again, 
if you're saying, oh, I can't eat I eat that or I can't have that, then I'm saying, okay, let's talk to yourself in a way that it's neutral to you, that it's not um, restricting. A be- it's not restricting anything because otherwise you are going to have a behavioral reaction. You're going to grab that food at some point. So let's just start by saying, hey, I have the ability to have that food. I can have that food anytime I want to. I'm just choosing not to do it today. So that puts the client in a position of power. And the client is choosing to take her or his own responsibility over her or his choice. Does that make sense? Yes. So I say, you can do that. Just make sure that you choose it. What are you choosing right now? And I suppose you'll probably have people come back to you and say, today I chose not to eat the chocolate cake and I was good with that. And then the next day they might be like, or, you know, the next time they might say, I chose not to, but five minutes later, I couldn't resist it anymore. And so I ended up eating it anyway. And they didn't feel good about doing that. How do you work Mm -hmm. through that? When that happens, we work through then there's the different layer of guilt and shame. And I just, it's part of being mindful. And we say, okay, this is a pattern that you've learned since you were a kid. Okay, so acknowledge that you feel guilty that you did that. Acknowledge that there is, might be shame. And then just start over and say, okay, this happened. But tomorrow is another day. Tonight is another day. And that's part of being balanced here it's kind of like taking away that negativity because if we start talking to ourselves in a negative way that's only going to damage us at the end so I literally walk them through acknowledge that sit with it and then just tell yourself that tomorrow it's another day that's what it means to break a pattern we need to normalize that that's life I'm not perfect, nor do I try to make you perfect. I have a glass or two um, of wine sometimes. I don't beat myself up anymore. And I just say, okay, tomorrow it's another day. Yeah, It's, It's about literally changing that. We need to stop hating ourselves. Yeah, I agree. And it would be nice if we had even more sort of positive reinforcement through from, you know, culture and life and social media and and all of that, which I think, you know, a lot of people say to me, they get really triggered sometimes by different things on socials and things. Uh, do you sort of, you know, work with that with your clients if that's happening as well? Yeah. So that's where I was going. And thank you for saying that because I'm like, okay, when we are on a journey together and I'm here believing in you, and I'm watching you, and I'm asking you to do this positive minded mindset change, you t- you have to make sure that you protect what you're listening to, what you're seeing on TV, and all the negative talks that you hear out there. I just want you to kind of isolate yourself in a good way, because you're starting to reprogram your brain, and we are more likely likely to get negatively reprogrammed 
then positively reprogram. I don't know if you've ever heard that. I when I heard that, I'm like, oh, it makes sense. So if someone talks to us in a negative way or said a negative comments, we're much more likely to hang on to that than someone who comes in and says, You're beautiful. So I ask them to really be mindful of what they're hearing every day. Either they listen to my videos, they talk to a friend that encourages them, or they stop watching what brings them down. That's what I do. I don't I don't watch commercials because because they impact my mindset too much. Yeah. And I think it's one of those things that we kind of maybe don't even know it's happening until we're in the middle of scrolling through something and see somebody that looks fit and active and has that beautiful looking fridge and we start comparing ourselves and then, you know, that's when it can start to happen. Um, what do you, if there's somebody that you're working with that has potentially a person in their life that they can't get rid of (laughs) in the sense that it's a family member or someone that is quite negative towards them and is affecting their confidence and their progress. How do you work with dealing with that? Because I know that can be a tricky subject with some people. That's a tricky subject and I'm very Italian in nature, so I can be very sweet, but at the (laughs) end, very stern. And I'm like, here is something very important. It's a choice that you're having. So it's really, I'm I'm telling you, I've seen this before and I was in, I had the experience before. It's really hard to get healthy when you live with someone who is not on board with that. And you either protect yourself very well, energetically, and also by communicating that you don't want to hear that. So you have to have a kind of a hard conversation. Be like, look, I don't want to hear this. This is my space in the kitchen. I'm doing this. I'm not asking your opinion over here. Or, but I, I'm more of that person. <laughs> We're done. I have to take a break. And I know that it's very hard to do this, but when it starts to impact my health and I'm I'm evolving and someone is not evolving, then I can't make myself small anymore. So I'm a very fiery personality and very straightforward, but I also mindfully, gently, I will never ask them to make that decision. I just say you have two choices. Either you start speaking up and setting boundaries in a loving way and you work to find balance between you two. Or do whatever makes you feel right. That's my choice. That's what I would do because I've been there. But otherwise, you have to start using your throat chakra and start setting boundaries and starting protecting your health journey and start evolving and see where that takes you. You may be literally what the other person needs. You You may be the inspiration that that person needs to see. Yeah. And maybe that's your job. That can bring up a lot too in that just that you, you know, that dynamic between the relationship, you may be what they need in that they feel better if they put you down or, you know, but they Mm -hmm. might not be what you need anymore because, as you said, you're evolving. So I think that's when those realizations may start to come up and you might see 
that when you do separate yourself a little bit further, you do have more progress or you do feel happier. Or you, you know, you might have more of that positivity and you, that can be a really difficult thing to explore, but something that may be necessary too. Yeah, exactly. It's all about exploring and it doesn't mean that you have to make a decision like right now. It just means can you explore the possibility and understanding that at the end of the day, you have to do you because you're going to wake up with yourself every single day. And yeah, and I've lived out of alignment. That's what it's called for many years in the wrong relationship, in the wrong job. And at the end of the day, I was sick as hell. And I almost got diagnosed with an autoimmune borderline autoimmune disorder, which is um, honestly, that's in the spiritual world, that's the uh, soul illness, which means when you're out of alignment and you start having your body speaking up through pain, weight gain or weight issues, health issues, something needs to change. And it wasn't about the food. So I made a different choice. And now I'm super healthy. And my my health got came back. So that's what I'm seeing. The body will let you know. Yeah, well, I can definitely relate to that too. Because when I was um, working in my 20s in a full-time job that I hated, um, I'd never been as sick as than I had in my life. I was constantly sick, um, you know, bowel stuff, you know, flu, colds and flu constantly. And like you said, something needed to change because I was completely miserable. And once I made that change, my health improved 110%. So that, that element of that stress that I think sometimes gets underestimated, you know, everybody thinks it needs to be a, a physical thing, but just that layer of stress that can just keep adding on and on. As you said, your body will start to communicate and you'll try to shut it away if you don't want to make changes, but in the end, it might just force you to really come to terms with it. Yeah. And that's uh, when we work on mind, body, and spirit. That's more like, let's look at this cause over here, like holistically, the wrong job affects your health at the end of the day. So that's what you're saying. It's kind of like that's a spiritual weight loss. Sometimes it's not about the food. It's about what's going on over here in your life. That could be your job, your relationship. I don't know, a coworker that that you can't stand and you have to move on or whatever. Whatever it is, you have to make that decision and stand up for yourself at the end of the day. Yeah, and I think that's where taking the time to explore those things, um, to find those answers can be difficult because people go, as you said, I can't lose weight. It is about what I'm eating or the exercise I'm doing, but at the end of the day, it may have nothing to do with that. There are those other big things in your life, like the job because you might be there eight or ten hours a day or your partner who you may be living with, you know, 24-7, if these bigger things are constantly, you know, causing disruptions and stress, then, of course, it's going to have flow-on effects on your health. Absolutely. Yeah. Now, I know you have written a book and you've got the second one coming on the way. Can you share with listeners a little bit about your first book and a little bit about your second, if you're allowed to share anything? Yeah. So the first one is called Prosperity. Um, It's Prosperity Codes. 
And I co-authored it with other amazing coaches and authors. It's all about how to find abundance in your life, how to manifest, how to create this abundance, prosperity. What does that mean? And so I share my story in there. It's all about how I manifested a life of abundance when I started my divorce with two kids under three in the middle of the pandemic. Literally, I was left with nothing and I had to rebuild myself back up and my practice, my life purpose. I had to start it and I had to really focus at the same time. I had to heal a lot. So I share that in that book. And it was an amazing process with very tangible steps on how I did that. And my second book, that's my solo book. So I'll, I'm working on the health cookbook that will come out in 2023, where I merge Italy or the Italian culture with Indian culture. So it's two amazing ancient cultures coming into one book so it's the taste of home but it's very healthy because it's going to be gluten-free and dairy-free oh well that's that's amazing because then you know it's you know there's so many more people out there that are exploring going gluten-free and dairy-free for health and stuff so I think Mm -hmm. you know more resources that are out there then it's you know just fantastic so yeah that sounds amazing well, thank you so thank much for you. sharing everything today. And I'm sure, you know, listeners are going to get so much of just exploring potentially their emotional journeys, their weight loss journeys, but also moving into that spiritual side. So if people do want to reach out and connect with you, where can they find you? My website is loveholisticliving.com and I'm on all of the social media platforms out there so you can really type love holistic living and uh, you'll find me amazing well thank you so much sarah for coming on the show it's been so lovely conversing and you know again always just connecting with somebody that has similar you know values and views and looking at the body holistically and in balance so thank you again for coming on the podcast thank you kate thanks for listening into the podcast please hit subscribe to be updated for each time we release a new podcast.